All right, it's another special edition of Daily Delivery. Had one last week, and we've got one again now. The news breaking Thursday afternoon um, that Lindsey Whalen is resigning as head coach of the Gophers women's basketball team. At least that's the official phrasing of it. Um, we learned that early early Thursday afternoon. Uh, kind of a, a surprise, I would say, to a certain degree. Chip Scoggins with me right now. Chip, you just wrote a column about Lindsey Whalen that appeared in Thursday's paper off of the Big Ten women's basketball tournament, their loss to Penn State in that opening round game, arguing that things aren't great, but maybe one more year is deserved for Whalen. So your thoughts, Chip, on uh, on what we learned right away Thursday? Yeah, I I, um, I don't know if deserved is the right way to uh, – I thought they would give her another sure. year. Makes sense. Um, because of this freshman class, and you sort of built the foundation with Mara Braun and, and uh, Maya Battle and, and – um, I thought they would give her another year to build on that and see if that can go somewhere. You know, they, they went through, you play a lot of freshmen. Let's see if that leads to something next year. Um, I will say this. I don't know if they'll ever be truthful with us about whether it's resigning or firing. Lindsay didn't sound like a coach that was resigning yesterday, um, yeah. which tells me that Mark Cole probably gave her the option. Um, and it's, it, you know, it's weird because of how beloved Lindsay is in this state. Sure. But I think amongst the fans, uh, it'll be relief that uh, that she did not get another year, that this is going to end now. Um, and my guess is uh, Cole just felt like this was not going to improve substantially next year, that one more year would just be delaying a decision he has to make. Um, I was probably the first one to champion this idea. Um, I wrote it in my column that right. the very day that Marlene Stallings announced that she was uh, leaving to go to Texas Tech last year, or in 2018, I I said, call Lindsey Whalen first, and if she hangs up, call back until she uh, accepts the job. I thought it was worth – I thought her uh, recognition and stature in the women's game, even if she had never coached, was worth the risk, uh, considering where the program was at, that I thought it would translate to recruiting. I thought – she would be able to bring in here. And even if she had to learn kind of on the job as a coach that she would be able to bring in high level recruits and that would help. It did not work that way. It was a gamble is a gamble that backfired. I will admit that now. Um, and so uh, I don't fault Mark Cole for taking that risk. Uh, women's basketball is not a revenue generator at the university of Minnesota. It's not like hiring Tim Brewster to coach your football team where right. that that program and the men's basketball program uh, you need financially to do really well. Um, and so I, I understood the risk and I, I would, I, again, I, I championed it. And uh, so I would have done it, but it, it clearly didn't work out the way um, that people had hoped. Right. So whether you term this a resignation as they did, or like you said, and I think anybody who can read between the lines on things like this, it, it it seldom is a true resignation, especially when a coach is struggling like Lindsey Whalen was. Um, you know, ultimately it might not matter what you know what the framing of it was or, or what the what the truth is. Although I want to spin back to Mark Coyle in a minute, but I, I want to get into a little bit of why didn't it work? Because you know, no tournament appearances in those five years, and whatever you want to say about the Marlene Stallings era, they, they did have some progress on the court. She was, you know, they had, they had won some, won some games and done some things there. And she's done some things since leaving here. Why wasn't Lindsay Whalen able to get this going here? Well, I think it's, um, it's sort of cliche, but it's true. 
Um, just because you're a great player doesn't mean you're going to be an effective coach. We've seen that in multiple sports. We've seen it, you know, there's a, you can go through the laundry list of them. Um, uh, clearly if you watch your teams, uh, there's something to be said about learning to be a coach as assistant coach at, at different levels and just not jumping in from your playing career and thinking you can right. coach. I mean, she, she had, tr- she had struggles. Well, you know? and she, and she jumped in while she was still playing. Yeah. Essentially. She got hired while, you know, during her final year with the Lynx, essentially. Exactly. And she had some recruiting misses that led to players transferring out players, not being as good. And I, I think, I just don't know that, um, you know, Lindsay, just because you're a great player, you have to understand that great players are great athletes are wired a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're, if you're, if you move into coaching, not every player is going to be wired the same way that you are. And I don't know that she ever really fully connected or related to uh, the players in a way that uh, got the best out of them. Sure. Um, so I think it was a number of factors. I think it was just being inexperienced as a coach, some recruiting misses, not, you know, getting enough talent and, but also, um, you know, uh, just not having uh, – I, I don't know if the expectations that, that they're all going to love the game and work at it the same way that Lindsay did, and, and you know, they didn't. So I, I just don't know uh, – we didn't he- we didn't hear a lot of that, but I just got the sense from afar that there was some frustration that um, that she wasn't able to connect really fully with, with players. Yeah, and, you know, from my sense too, and being around Lindsay quite a bit and knowing her – fairly well and i'm I'm not trying to put words in her mouth this is something this is not something that she ever expressed in, in this way but to me watching her and talking to her about the process of coaching i got the sense that she liked the challenge that she loved a lot of the possibility but i don't ever know that i got the sense that she loved coaching that everything that she loved everything that went into coaching and maybe i'm off base with that maybe she did and it just didn't work. But I, I, I got the sense that this was someone who was, you know, competed at the highest level, loved everything about competing, loved everything about being in the game that way. And that coaching, whether it's the recruiting grind, whether it's, you know, her, her expressing, you know, how hard it is, especially the last few years with the transfer portal and things like that. Mm-hmm. There were parts about it that just wore on her in a way that made it hard to enjoy or, or fully love coaching. Well, yeah. And it's like, I, you know, when she was playing, did she say, man, when my playing days are over, I, I really want to get into coaching. I don't know that I never had that conversation with her, but um, we know how much she loves basketball and competition. Yes. Undeniable. And so it, and so maybe the she just thought, you know, yeah, yeah uh, one of the greatest winners and athletes of states that ever produced. So, uh, and here's the other thing. What has she ever failed at? Yeah. So she's never failed at basketball as a player, right? Now she may have had, tough seasons but sure. she's won at every level yes. at the highest level olympics and four-time WNBA champ you know a final four with final the four yeah high school so now all of a sudden you're at the other end and i i think that probably weighed on her you know that um the struggles that to get the program going in the way that she wanted and then yeah players transfer or, or players not pan out the way you thought or you know Recruiting hasn't gone as well as yeah. you wanted. Now she did have a this freshman class she brought in was highly decorated. So I thought that would, you know, maybe start to turn. But um, you know, a friend of mine, we were talking about it yesterday, and he made the right uh observations. Like she started over in year five. Yeah. Essentially. This year was essentially a, a start over with this freshman class, and I'm going young and they're gonna learn a 
when you do that early in your coaching career, year two, you're afforded time to see what the results are. When you take that approach in year five, you're, that's just, you're, the timetable doesn't line up, right? Now, I thought, again, I thought that they would give her a year um, to see what Mara Braun can do in, in these different players, but um, clearly uh, they felt like this was the time that that five years was enough and that um, now you can bet your bottom dollar that uh, Cole's going to go try to find an experienced coach. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake. With 24-7 gaming, the good times never have to end. And you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars. Or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms. Those that play together, stay together. And don't forget to join Club M so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. Chip, one, you know, one game is never going to define anything. I don't think they made this decision off of losing the first round of the Big Ten tournament. I certainly hope they wouldn't, but the collective struggle this year, starting 2-14 and 14 in the Big Ten before winning those last two regular season games. Yeah. And then in particular, that game, which you were at, and th- did that game t- tell you something about her her process and you know maybe s- something that just still is a disconnect in terms of X's and O's are, are pure yeah. flat out coaching in her fifth year where just didn't seem like they were quite ready for what Penn state was throwing at him. Yeah. It was alarming to me, Mike. Um, this was the 30th game of her fifth year and they look so ill-prepared for that press. And, and let's be honest, Penn state's not a good basketball team. No, they had won one game since January. They, they lost eight of nine coming in. So this is not a good team. And the Gophers just looked so nervous, befuddled, and poorly coached in that first half against that press. It's like, this is not year one. I mean, this is year five. And even if it's their freshman and young, this is not the first game of the season. This is a team that's played a lot of basketball. And I just thought that they just looked uh, like they didn't. Now they, you know, they made a frantic charge in the, you know, the fourth quarter. Yeah, they got into it, but and they and they applauded themselves for for the fight. But but it's like, you know, even seeing that, I, I thought, okay, give her another year. But I, I was alarmed by how ill prepared they looked for that game. And I saw Cole in the stands. Um, he may have, you know, he may have had his decision. Yeah. Um, what he wanted to do before that, but uh, you know. If he was on the fence, that probably uh, led him to say, "You know what? I just this is not this is not the standard. You know, it's no. really not." And we've known Coyle to be decisive when a move needs to be made. And I, you know, I go back to the beginning of his tenure and him talking about he's always got a list of mm-hmm. available coaches, kind of thinking next move ahead, whether it's a coach who might leave for a, a different or better job, or whether it's a situation that's not working out. Um, what is this decision? To make this decision now, what does that tell you about Coyle, if, if anything new about Coyle? Well, nothing. I, and I've known Mark Coyle for 20 years. Um, I go back to when I was a beat writer. He was sure. a marketing guy there. So I, I have a good relationship with him. I know him very well. Um, people, I think the average fan does, don't really know him because he's he doesn't like the spotlight. He likes to be behind the right. scenes. But I'm telling you, like, I don't know if ruthless is the right word, but um, he makes decisions with conviction. And he doesn't care. Uh, how it looks. I mean, firing Tracy Clays after that bowl game was not a popular decision. 
he had made up his mind. He was going another direction. Um, that was always going to be the thing with Waylon. It's like when you saw it was going down this path, you're like, boy, this is going to be uh, awkward to have to fire Lindsey Waylon. Um, I, I don't think he takes it lightly, but I don't think he was going to say, oh, my gosh, it's Lindsey Waylon, a legend. I can't fire. I, th- I think he just is going to say it's not good enough. And this is the standard for everybody. Um, and so uh, he's made, you know, uh, decisions like this, maybe not obviously anyone would, would Wayland's resume and, and, you know, uh, of a, being a legend in this town, in this city. Um, but it, it does not surprise me because he acts, uh, he, he kind of runs that department in this banner. And so, right. um, I bet he does have a list. Um, I, I think it's, again, I think it's safe to say he's going to, it's going to be a coach who has experience. Yeah. Um, and I, as bad as it is right now, Mike, it's still a Big Ten job in a good basketball sure. market. Sure. Um, it's got to be desirable on some level to these coaches, right? You, you don't have to – he doesn't have to take another risk. He should find – there should be attractive candidates that that are interested in this job because, I, you know, especially with the – you just watch the freshman class go through, you know, a Big Ten season. That's something to build on. Assuming – assuming. Well, that was my next question. They don't, like, they don't transfer. Yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see. Um, if nobody transfers out you'll know that players are, you know, okay with this move um, here for the program, if, not just for the coach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I can't speak to say how that's going to go. Cause I have no idea. Yeah. I, I don't either. It's just, it's always a question now. And it, I mean, it, it was even before when a coach would leave, you're wondering if, if players will stay or if there's going to be some, some players that leave. And this was a decorated recruiting class. This was kind of the thing that, that you could point at and say, okay, yeah, maybe, Maybe this can get better. And so, yeah, I guess from that standpoint, I am surprised that this is where we are right now. And again, this is being termed a resignation. And, you know, maybe we have to take it at face value to a certain degree and and, and say that that's what it is. And maybe there's an element of kind of both sides saying, hey, this just isn't working out. Let's 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 try something different and and go from there. But I, ultimately, just I think the way you framed it is right. It's, it was a gamble to begin with, one that they were comfortable taking because, you know, it was a high ceiling low floor kind of move, right? Like when you've got someone with yeah. such a pedigree in this state, someone so respected, but someone who's never done this, it could have gone a lot of different ways. And it was not a disaster, but it just didn't work. Yeah. And and I think um, it was, as I wrote, it's going to be a high boomer bust uh, proposition. I thought yeah. it was either going to be really great or it's just going to, we were going to get to the end of this and say, you know, I didn't think it would be just kind of like, you know, a middling team that's, you know, occasionally good. I, I just thought it was, you know, uh, it had a, it was going to be one or the other. Um, and I don't think, you know, I think once we get him removed from this and time goes on, people are going to still, you know, view Lindsay way. Oh, the sure. same man. She's still beloved. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, any reasonable person is going to look like, you know what? She's never been a coach. They took a try. It didn't work. Um, you know, thankful. She's still going to be, you know, a part of the program and the history of the, of that, of that program. So, um, you know, uh, you don't want it to, you didn't want it to really be any messier than what it was. Right. Yeah. Because another year like this, it, it was going to be real uncomfortable for everybody. I think. Yeah, it was. Well, we will see where they go from here. Chip, appreciate your time as always. Uh, it was just a few days ago that we were talking about this kind of in hypothetical terms. And now 
here we are, but I'm sure there'll be more to talk about as time goes on, and I will cover this more on Friday's regular show as well once we get a chance to hear from Lindsey Whalen and Mark Coyle. Chip, appreciate it. Talk to you soon. All right, Mikey.